0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the uh, happy New Orleans voice of your everyday local announcer. 105.13. Wait a minute. I always get that wrong, too. 105.3 FM HD2. I got it right. Boy, that's, a, that's an exciting thing. Yeah, I, I know it doesn't seem like much, but, uh, you know, it's the little things in life. Isn't that true, Alan? Yes, Alan? it is,
2: the little thing. Uh, and, I agree uh, with
1: you. One, Alan, two, Alan Taub is also here to AUB. Did I get that
2: right? Uh, yes, uh, Alan Taub. Yeah. Uh, more like, like if somebody pinches you, you go, Al. Yeah. How and how do you
1: feel about that now at that mo- this moment?
2: I'm good. Nobody's pinching me. But uh, it's oh, yeah, that's say, a good thing. Uh, yeah. On the onset, it's, it's a pleasure to be joining you uh, on the show today. Yeah, so I'm really excited about
1: this. Yeah, Marianne uh, came in and said, "You know, I'm going to get Alan in here, get rid of you, and then have him come in and show how radio really can be done." <laughs> Or, or was that this thing she said, or was that uh, thing that sh- it started off with that moron, and then it went on from there, you know. <laughs> so uh, now you're gonna fi- folks, you're gonna hear something that you're gonna make it's gonna make you scratch your, the top of your head, and you you'll say, gee, I don't really have an answer to that, but but uh, it, it's all gonna work it together. I'm telling you. So um, Alan over here. Uh, has joined us to uh, do our program today. And the reason uh, you might be easy to uh, figure this one out, as you know, there are some kind of hard to figure out uh, events going on in the world these days. But we uh, have somehow made it through our uh, what we need to do to keep us on the air and to uh, do all the things that you have to do to be a person in a smart kind of way for the other people around you. I don't know if it, that works, but the, so far it has been, at least for me. Uh, uh, did that make any sense to you by any chance, Alan?
2: Well, um, I'm, a, I'm a fan, and I always listen to the show, so uh, everything you yeah. say makes, uh, makes total sense. Um, but
1: Well, how did I make that for- mistake? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. For folks that, that might want to or you might want to know, I, I guess you're probably thinking, well, well, who is this guy, Alan? Uh, let, let me just say, uh, uh, introduce myself as being your waiter back in...
1: My waiter?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In the 70s. I'm just going to go ahead and say the mid-70s um, through the 80s. Ah. I don't think I ever made it to the point where um, I was uh, requested by you, uh, but mm-hmm. that's only because... Um, Tom I, I, I didn't stay longer than a couple of years uh, two three four years at most at, at any given restaurant mm-hmm. um, and most of the most of the waiters that uh, you recall by name have been there uh, probably a generation or two um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but it, that said um, it was always a pleasure uh, to, to wait on you on those occasions that I did um, I do remember, I, I think the last time I waited on you was um, um, when uh, Alex Patu had his restaurant um, no on St. Charles Avenue uh, near Lee Circle. It was behind um, a mo- not, not a motel, but it was a hotel.
1: I remember uh, it very well. You would get in this this uh, thing, yeah. and you would it would drive you to sort of the middle of the block. You know, it, it, it's <laughs> kind of hard to explain. But that's where all of their backstricks uh, were happen, happening, and, uh, and they would go back there and do all the cooking, and a lot of it was very, very good. There were a couple of dishes there that uh, I still I make to this day. Uh, yeah, I, I,
2: um, but I, actually, even after that, I waited. I was your waiter maybe once or twice. Um, usually, some of the older guys that have been there that this and they had seniority, they they would wait on you. But um yeah. I did have the opportunity to wait on you at Andrea's. Uh-oh. Uh and <laughs> oh
1: We were okay. talking to Chef Andrea just yesterday.
2: And it it this just, just occurs to me. Do you remember Miss Aggie? Miss Aggie? Aggie was the cashier at um at Andreas. And I'm just wondering if you Are remember you? her and, and perhaps not perhaps not that that's okay i mean that's just, i just I, uh, she was a wonderful lady, and I know she worked for chef um, andrea for mm-hmm. uh, for the years I worked there but um, anyway that's that that's that, so that, were you were,
1: you, were I, there this is a, a no brainer kind of a question, but I feel like I have to ask it. Were you a waiter there most of the time, or did you have other things to do over there?
2: So, when I and was Andreas. at Andreas, I worked myself up to a front I was a front waiter, mm-hmm. and the, my back waiter is still there, from what I understand. Um, really? Fentino. His name is Fentino.
1: Oh, well, of course. He's still there, and he's been there since the day one, I think. Well, how, how, tell me his name again. I've I've yeah, never quite known. Uh,
2: Santino. Uh, Santino and Santino, Santino yeah, yeah. He has been there a long time. Um He sure has. I, yeah, I and mean, he gosh, he was there I think when I, when I was there back in oh, I guess around nineteen eighty uh, yeah, eighty one, eighty two, something like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, he was um he was terrific. He would speak. You know, he'd go into the kitchen, and um, he and Chef Andrea would go at it in Italian. Um, yeah, and
1: they would they would be telling this kind of the same story back and forth, back and forth. Uh, but uh, but the reason for that was that uh, they both spoke Italian very well, and it just was the natural thing to do, right? Sure, right.
2: Yeah. Uh, Chef Andrea being from uh, Anacapri as you know, and and I suppose that's uh, uh, more north. Uh, I know that mm-hmm. Tino was from from Sicily. I think he was Sicilian, or, or is as I say, uh, he's still there. Uh, but yeah, I miss uh, I miss them and um, the other fellows that were there. Some of them were in college, but uh, oh goodness, they were they were. Uh, Jose was uh, one of the uh-huh. lecturers. Um, gosh, I I, I embarrass myself when I tried to remember all their names, but. Uh, it was a pleasure working with those guys and, and also for Chef Andre, I must say. Do you remember that? What became of this? Anna Capri was a restaurant. Anna
1: Capri, yeah. He
2: had, he had this place on Decatur Street. Also yeah. Part
1: of, I, re, I remember uh, that was uh, one that Chef Andre had at one right, point or another. Right. Yeah.
2: And I, this was, um, I want to say, maybe early 90s. Um, my girlfriend was a waitress there. I didn't work there. I worked um, uh, at Andrea's in Metairie. But I thought, you know, I thought, how is Chef Andrea going to do this? Because, you know, he's such a hands-on guy. He, he really, he, need, he, he needs to be in the restaurant. And I thought, how is he going to split himself in two? Because he wanted to be at the Capri, and he also wanted to be at Andrea's at the same time. And, of course, he he couldn't. He's, um, you know, he's a mortal man like, uh, like everyone
3: else.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> but he to... was he was uh, plagued with one problem that he never uh, ever got away from, and uh, it, that was also true of a lot of other restaurants too. That hotel, which is a great location for a hotel, it's an, a fairly nice looking place too. But boy, getting uh, from your car to that place was really a challenge. Because it was it was a little too small is the problem. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, you remember what I'm talking about if you saw it even once.
2: Oh, uh, that's why that's why uh, the most uh, I think the majority of Andrea's uh, customers, uh, the locals, all went to uh, his Medery location, and I think on the Capri was to mostly tourists I believe, with the exception mm-hmm. of. Um, uh, the locals, of course, that live in the quarter and downtown area, um, they would go there. But was it, do you know, was it primarily the same menu? And honestly, uh, it, was, yes, but one,
1: it was a lot like it, but he was trying to do a, a a blend of New Orleans food and Italian food and just put it together. And he did a pretty good job on it. One uh, one version of that that I remember very distinctly, it was something he called, I want to say, uh, the rice uh, uh, Raffioni, or you know, I forget what it exactly was. Ralph and uh, oh. What?
2: His results Risotto?
1: It was like a risotto. It wasn't exactly, but he had crab meat and shrimp and that kind of thing in it. It was a little on the spicy side. He really didn't come across as an Italian restaurant. It came across as the other kind that he did, just straight ahead Italian from Sicily, as you mentioned, and also where he is from, Capri. That's where he
2: came from. Mm. Ah, I see. Uh, Well, I I was going to say that... um, there's another restaurant that was uh, not far from there um, yeah. back in those days, and uh, I'm going to throw it out there to see if you recall this. It was on North Peters as well, Bella Luna.
1: Bella Luna. You, you, somebody called me just a couple of days ago and w- wanted to know about that uh, that restaurant, and I didn't, I, I couldn't even make the connection. But I think now that you've said it, that that is there. Uh, and this was it, uh, it was on uh, South Peter, as you said. There was somebody called me from right around there, and uh, and then take it from there. Does that ring any bells for you?
2: <laughs> I, no, I okay. you know I don't I remember seeing the place. I uh, I, I don't recall their menu, but and um, a lot uh, a lot of these places maybe they they'd be there for a couple of years, as you know, and then. Uh, they'd be gone. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I think I read a statistic that one out of three restaurants make it uh, past three years Mm -hmm. uh, in the industry. So that's um, not the best, uh, you know, the odds are against you, I think, in the restaurant business.
1: It it certainly seems that way sometimes. And sometimes it seems like they've got the whole thing on on a swing. I've got the song, not a string. No, who would need a string for anyway?
2: <laughs> uh, I had, um, I went into business with uh, a guy from New York. We, we opened up a pizza parlor on Magazine yeah. Street. I think I, I might have mentioned Peter's Pizza was the name of it. It was uh, not. Far from the farm. Well, we had typically uh, most of the student uh, clientele, um, but. We were the first ones in New Orleans. I'm proud to say that, that would sell pizza by the slice.
1: Pizza by the slice.
2: Oh, by, <laughs> by the slice. Yeah. Well, I've heard worse ideas. Pizza by the slice, and um, mm. the, the kids, the students loved that. Uh, they would just because uh, it was a heavy foot traffic. It was close to Audubon
3: Tavern,
2: too. So uh, we we had a kind of a spillover from from the kids, like the, the students that would. Hang out and party over there at um, 82s, I think was the name, of uh, Ottoman mm. Tavern, or uh, the nickname for it. But yeah, those were, those were those were long ago, days long ago for me.
1: <laughs> mm. Well, there are plenty of those where they came from, and so keep listening to us, and we'll give you a few more of them, and then you'll think of a few more yourself. It's the food show. Yeah. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and we're hanging with us today. Uh, right over there, not over there, but over there, Alan Taub, T- oh, how do you pronounce that, Taub or Tobe?
2: Uh, uh, well, Taub is how um, it's pronounced, but okay. um, I'll take Taub as well, but uh, it, it is an unusual name. It's a German uh, name for, German word for dub. Yeah. A dub. a bird. A dub, so okay. That is the All meaning, right. but Taub, yeah. You ever watch?
1: Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say. I was, I was just going to add that um, uh, I'm teaching up here in Seattle, but um, I, I waited tables in New Orleans for about 25 years uh, um, before um, I decided to uh, uh, to enter the uh, the uh, world of education. Hmm. I, I think that being what a waiter was... oh, okay. really prepared. Uh, being a waiter, I was going to say, prepared me for uh, teaching more than anything else, I'd have to say.
3: Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I can
1: easily that. imagine that, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, we, we've uh, got to take or, a uh, – let yeah. me put you on hold for a minute. We're going to just take a short break, and we'll be back with more of the food show. And if you haven't quite figured out about uh, Stahl Allen and Steel Tabin, no, wait a second. No, I, I'm, I'm goofing around with his name a little bit. Anyway, uh, Alan will be back, and we'll cover some other matters after first, if you will, this. Oh, welcome back. It's the Food Show, all right? And here we are talking about eating, drinking, restaurants, and cooking, and wine, and all of that. And with us today is Alan Tobe, and uh, he is uh, a former waiter,
2: I get the impression,
1: or have you moved on to a new career?
2: Yep. Uh, uh, you have right now i'm working i'm in um special education I'm a specialist and i work uh in Seattle public schools
3: mhm uh about good.
2: uh five years now and um I still get uh, the itch to uh you know i tell my wife you know i i have my evenings free maybe i should uh i could get a job get back to what I really love doing, and that's waiting tables but oh, um, do you he well, I still, I miss it. I, I must say, I just like uh, the restaurant Just being in the restaurant business is um, mm-hmm. is exciting, and and um, having you know, making people happy is uh, is so it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, well,
1: it better be. Hey, do you they, know this uh, this uh, TV show that comes on on the? Uh, it's the Tonight Show now, and a guy by the name of Jimmy. What's his last name? Anybody know?
2: Oh, uh. Jimmy Kim- Kimmel. Yeah, it's, it's close. Kimmel? I'm not.
1: I'm, I, I'm not sure if that's exactly it, but it's close enough. Yeah. Kimmel. Well, every time I see this guy, I re- am reminded about another host to a show like that. Except he went a long way a long time ago. Uh, remember, uh, what was his name? Bobby Bobby Allen, I think was his name. He was the. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was the uh, guy on the channel, on the um, uh, on uh, the, all of what we've been talking about, uh, mm-hmm. and, and so now it's uh, slipped over into that little pit over there. Sorry. Anyway, so oh, he, enough of that. Said,
2: I, I think lit- I know you're talking about. He, he, Steve he Allen. That's a, rest- it.
1: Took me a minute. Steve Allen. And this guy uh. was the he was the original uh, host of the Tonight Show, and he had a style. That reminds me a lot of, of a few other people in the business, uh, that, and he's except he seems to be a little smarter.
2: I don't know. I he, wasn't he a piano player as well, or is that yeah, my he, imagination?
1: Yeah, he was a piano player, and he had a lot of other gifts too. He was really brilliant. I thought always always did. <laughs> I, I wish they yeah, could yeah. do some r- uh, repairs of it on and put it back on TV or something. Oh, he well. also sang,
2: I believe. Who? If, if I'm if, if I'm correct, he was also, He would sing too. I don't know if he would. Yeah,
1: if, yeah, yeah. He'd had, like he the had he had the whole thing down. Yeah, it was a uh, an unusually uh, high quality host. I'd love to be a guy like that. But then again, don't we have our own little things to take care of? Two six zero six three six eight is our telephone number, two six zero six three six eight. With us is Alan and uh, Alan Tobe. And where do we go next, Alan? Give me something to well, talk about. Or you
2: just talk about I, it. I, You know, uh, I'm going to throw this out there, because I know that um, every right. once in a while, uh, you and Marianne will um, throw a, it's uh, not really a, a, a contest, but uh, the folks listening, but, have people call in if they know the answer to things, but I always knew that there were a couple of um, restaurants in New Orleans um, that had Shea, which is spelled um, C-H-E-D, as in Shea Helene.
3: I'm going to give one Uh away. Uh,
2: Mm -hmm. Shea Helene. And I don't know if they were all at the same time, but I think so. Um, There are three other restaurants. That began with the uh, the word shea. Uh and shea, Chez C H E Z was Tom I guess Oh yeah,
1: the, you okay. saw that on a lot of uh, a lot of menus, and they also one of the places where they were seen very frequently and cut a new whole deal for themselves uh, were uh, restaurants. They were very much home style restaurants. Who would go over there and chez Helene? The famous one was chez C H E Z H E L E I N E, which was uh, the Mm -hmm. man who was one of the first uh, first class, really good uh, uh, hosts. I guess you could call him. What but a waiter? uh, And he uh, did all of this in the uh, black community back at that time, which was just beginning. And shortly thereafter became one of the most interesting and best uh, restaurants in that part of the city. It, uh, I was just getting into all of that back in that exact time. It would have been in the 1970s, and uh, mm. but it was it was terrific knowing those
2: guys. Yes, it, uh, uh, Chazaline was on North Robertson if, if I remember exactly. Good for you. And in Metairie, there was. Um, or Chez Danielle. You
1: sure did. Yep. There's another one.
2: Chez Danielle. Uh, Danielle.
1: Danielle was uh, was a unique guy. Uh, I knew him. Very, very good friends, he and I. But what a guy. He, he, we didn't see too many chefs that had the kind of class he had.
2: No? Do you remember, uh, Tom, yes. do you remember um, Chez Fran- uh, Francais? on Kingman Drive by any chance?
1: Kingman Drive. No, I can't say. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. This is sort of off the uh, tr- uh, this is a big parking lot right next to the Clearview Mall, isn't it? Or am I thinking I think of something so. else? Yeah. And and they had uh they had Middle Eastern uh food. So you would, oh. you would get uh uh, you know, uh, Honduran and uh, Nicaraguan and all of that, uh, and Cuban food, a lot of that. Back in those days.
2: Ah, uh, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to uh, 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 about uh, another one, uh, Tom. I'm, I'm pulling right. these out. These aren't all, all from your uh, uh, database, but um, just just restaurants that 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 have done. Um, Come and gone, I guess, and mm-hmm. I don't think Crozés, Cro, Cro, and I, I might be mispronouncing it. It, it looks like closures,
3: closures, so yeah,
2: but uh,
1: That's that's the right way to say it.
2: Croziers. Yeah, Croziers. I, I found out that there were two lo- He had two locations at one time.
1: He did. Yeah, that's right.
2: Uh, his, Lake Forest Boulevard and west Lane.
1: That's that's where he started. He started uh, in, in New Orleans East in a little tiny shopping mall, and uh, it was just him and his wife. And the two of them had both in the business, been, been in, had been in the business for quite a while. And I just happened to be heading for home. I lived out that way. And, uh, and I saw a sign up at the top of the building that said French Cuisine. And uh, I looked at it, and I said, that's impossible. There's no way there's French cuisine here (laughs) in New Orleans East, which was very different from what it is now. And uh, I took a look. I walked in. There he was. There she was. They pretty much said, hey, you've you've got to be out of your mind if you don't uh, get this French food and and these wines. We've got some nice wines to deal with, too. And let me tell you, he shortly thereafter got an 8 Store eight star voice. Let's try that one more time. Four, five star, five star rating. That's what I gave him, and he was that oh. from there till the rest of his life. In which, and that happened in a funny kind of way too. He was uh, a singer, not a singer. He was a uh, he was a kind of guy who would uh, go for a run for a few few miles, <laughs> and his wife was that way too. Interesting, interesting, interesting guy, uh, and uh, he, I, I wish he hadn't. He, uh, he passed away. Is what happened? It was just a, a, a strange thing. He just one day he was sitting on the sofa and bang.
3: Strange.
2: Yes. you know, it, 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 I wonder about restaurants because it seems to me that um, back in the sixties, uh, yeah. and I was, I was a kid then, but um, it seems like there were more. French restaurants in New Orleans um, without—and and I know that the Creole influence, the influence of Creole food was there, but, but how true to French cooking uh, did they, were they able to, 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 to follow? In other words, um, I'm wondering if the influence was so strong when Cajun uh, and Creole food became more popular— that their, their menus had to, uh, to veer from traditional French dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, can you think of any traditional French restaurants um, in New Orleans uh, or the New Orleans area now?
1: We didn't see I too, thought... too much of it. But uh, he, yeah, Gerard Crozier, he had it out there. Mm-hmm. He really did. He had uh, his, his uh, muscles, just to pick one of them off the top of my head. And, uh, and more than a few more others too. Uh, he was terrific.
2: Also, it seems that you don't see too many Spanish, not not uh, Mexi- Now, when I say Spanish, I mean from Spain.
3: Um, mm-hmm.
2: I remember a, you might recall Altamira.
1: Altamira, yeah, I, I life sure life. do. Yeah, uh, that one got kind of got itself hidden and. He it, it he was it was not particularly well known, although if you did get to know it, you would know right off the bat that this was definitely worth going to and enjoying the food. It always was good.
2: Hey so, have they been have been out of business for a while in They, probably left, uh, tell, me the name. they tell me
1: tell me uh, the name again. I'm sorry, I, I, I lost it for a
2: second. Uh, Altamira uh, Restaurant. They, oh, Altamira. Like, Al, yeah.
1: Yeah, Altamira. And I think that was in Metairie, was it? Or was that the one in New Orleans East? I, this.
2: I, originally, I think they had one. Oh, goodness. I thought it was downtown. But close to the river, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I I can't quite recall. Uh, uh, I want I wanted to say the lower... Um, uh, CBD area. When I say lower, close to the warehouse district, but um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite
1: certain. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a yeah. small restaurant too, so that made it even harder. So that's just the way yeah. it was. Hmm. Yeah, but that was a good, definitely a good one. We had. A, we always had a few good Spanish restaurants in the area, uh, scattered around the city. Uh, but rarely more than one or two of them. I think we only have maybe one right now.
2: I see. Oh, well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about food, restaurants, cooking, and wine. Great to have you here for all the other things that could be listening to you right now. Let's not do that. And instead, we can uh, put in a, a word or two. Hear about whatever it is you have been cooking lately. The one that's kind of been grabbing us over the weekend. We actually, this has been going on. Uh, my wife and uh, her. Oh, wait a minute. How, how how do I say this? It's not that a. It's a strange thing. It's just I can hardly ever remember figure out the. Uh, well, we'll come back from the news and then, or from the uh, the break, and then we'll see if anything has popped up. It's the Food Show on 105.3 FM HD2. This is the Food Show. We have been me uh, over here and uh, hanging around and talking about stuff because you know why not. And uh, with me is uh, Alan Tobe, who's talking about. He was a waiter for a good while, and uh, then you have me, Tom Fitzmorris. I'm just you know I'm here. And that's what I plan to do for a while. We've only been on this air uh, shaft only uh, almost five years, you know, so it's, you know, oh, it's, it's, we, it's th- 31. Uh, okay, I'm guessing 30. too high. I, th-
3: well,
2: I think it's more like, I, I, I think 33. Now, I know Marianne has always said that going on 32, but hmm. uh, it's, uh, well, anyways, it's, it's well over 30 years, and so,
3: yeah. um, and I'm sorry. You
2: know,
1: I, I'm sorry you have to listen to me instead of Mary Ann. So uh, there's <laughs> nothing much I could do about it.
2: Hmm? I, I, I'm sorry that, that that you have to um, uh, permit me to to pick your brain on some throwing out all these restaurants.
3: From mm.
2: Some some of them long ago, but it's not. It's an impression. I think, I think that uh, even 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 if they were so you know, if they're still not here, that they were good enough to to make on the map of uh, New Orleans um, famous restaurants. Um. And uh, goodness, I was about to ask um, if you remembered uh, Mumfrey's restaurant.
1: Mumfrey's, I remember. I remember the name, but I can't remember what it was. Can you tell me?
2: Mumfrey's restaurant was on Canal. Forty. Uh, 40- Close to the 50, uh, 4,900 block, the fifty hundred block, mumphreys I, I know the family, um, I think they also had uh, Fitzgerald's uh, at West End, um, or, or somehow related. Now, I don't know if it was through marriage, somebody married um, someone from, the, from uh, the West End restaurant, but uh, Mumphreys was... Gosh, it's yes. one of the old ones. Uh they used to say, well it said on the internet that, that they were established in nineteen oh three.
3: Yeah.
1: Nineteen oh three,
2: God. Yeah. That's a <laughs> yeah.
1: long time ago.
2: Yeah, so I and I don't recall when they closed down exactly. But
3: mm.
2: um you know there was another one on Canal Street. It was um
3: uh
2: there were a few of them. Uh, up up and down
1: uh, Canal Street, there were lots of funny little restaurants uh, around there.
2: Uh, true. It seems like there were a lot more back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one jotted down, but I think it was uh, Knit City Seafood. Knit City? Knit City Seafood, yeah.
1: Knit City. No, I can't tell you that's come
2: my way that was that was in the early nineties that was uh, forty one thirty nine canal street
3: mm-hmm. it
2: would be great if uh if uh, anybody's listening to this that that they remember any of these these restaurants um that we're we're talking about that been that mm-hmm. i'm talking out here randomly <laughs> somewhat but um uh, some obvious and some not so obvious um yeah uh, Forth,
1: so. Yeah, it, that's uh, certainly true. I mean, the, the, the same band Mandinas, for example, they have gone up and down, back and forth uh, f- over the years, forever. And, and a lot of regular customers. And the place itself doesn't change all that much, but they they cer- certainly stand up to just standing around and looking at each other.
2: I think they they were even when I you know I left um, 2009. Um, they were only accepting cash. Now, I think they changed that policy, as probably all the restaurants have. Uh, but I remember there was a time when there were a few restaurants in New Orleans that would only accept cash. it wouldn't take credit cards. Um, uh, well, there were Mandina's, a bunch
1: of them like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, uh, no, I Mandina's was within walking distance of my house. I, I still mm-hmm. like Mandina's. Um, I do, too. Yeah, what, what, I, I, I always you,
1: thought they made a good uh, artichoke and oyster soup. I always thought they
2: did that really uh, well. That's true. That's true. Uh, they also have a turtle soup on the menu, but it's, um, yeah. as most places, it's, uh, I guess, veal, not real turtle. There are mm-hmm. very few places, I think, that and have the real thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah. Well, are you tired of me throwing out these? Uh, these? No, um, heck, this is what I do
1: for they... a living. You know, this is so I've been <laughs> doing this for 40 something years. And in this case, I'm really telling you the truth. It's the phone well, bouncing around. It,
2: hmm? Do we have a caller?
1: I think we just might. Let's find out if we uh, if we do. Uh, oh, caller. Are you hanging around there? Would oh. you mind stopping in here and uh, share us your wisdom with us? I say there uh, oh. huh oh. say something, uh sir, or madam, who might happen to be on our hello, well, I don't hear I'll anybody continue. there, they you
3: know, we tried
1: you,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah yeah, i for some reason, I maybe it was my phone It kind of clipped, but uh, it could have been. how about Bo? is bozo still around, huh
1: well, yes, and no, bozo is uh the the two people who ran it that was the the guy who owned it who that was his nickname uh, bozos and th- by the way the reason his name was bozos is that that was he was not his joke name that is, was his real name and he said imagine when i was in uh the army during world war ii and people would just walk up to me and tell me i'm uh, bozo <laughs> anyway he uh they uh operated that until uh, bozo decided to uh retire and he raised reasonably should because he was in his late 80s and his wife uh not too long after that in her 90s she moved on too so they they sold it to uh, one of their regular customers going back many many years and uh, so th- uh, that guy uh, just took advantage of it. Uh, it's um, Eddie's. Let's see what if I can remember the name. It's uh, the Edicks, Eddie's. Yeah, it's Eddie's uh, Seafood and Oyster Bar. Yeah, that's it. And he had everything in it that Bozos used to have. Same recipes, same everything else. It was terrific. If you ever like the old Bozos, go to that. It's uh, just off of Veterans Highway. In, on 23rd Street, I think.
2: Now, is this is not to be confused with uh, Mr. Ed's, is it?
1: Mr. Ed's. Yeah, but they, they came from the same place, though. Ah, okay. Yeah, um,
3: cr- cr- uh,
2: yeah,
1: that's that was what the story was.
3: Ah.
2: Well, l- 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 I'm going to take a break from from uh, throwing out uh, these places. I still have a list here, but uh, I'm going to ask uh-huh. you, Tom, because, um, yeah. again, I'm, I'm where did you where did did you go any place special for lunch today?
1: uh let's see did I eat lunch today? no, I had a, a very uh nice omelette, which is the uh it's the thing that we eat where I live at the moment um, and as you probably might guess, there are certain little uh, forces moving around in the places where we live right now well. This resulted in my having a great little omelet every morning. It's
2: Pretty wild, I, huh? I, I, I recall you said uh, some this was a couple of days ago that that your daughter, um, now I uh, I think she's a she goes I forget her name. She's a Mary, is, is it
3: Mary Whoops. Lee?
1: Mary Lee, that's her. Yeah, it's my Mary daughter, Lee. and and, uh, yeah. and very very uh, uh, a really great
2: artist among other things. Now, she's an expert at omelets, it sounds to me.
1: Yeah, that's not the easiest thing in the world, but you ought to see it. She she lets it run a little bit. That wouldn't be for everybody, but I like it. So it kind of runs around on the plate, and that's, thank you, darling. This is just what I love.
3: I agree so. with
2: you. Uh, I, 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 I Either with scrambled eggs, um, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't really like it when it's... Uh, older now
1: too, too oh good. sure that's no good I, I hate dried yeah. out omelets when they start getting dried up I, I can't stand you know what I ought to be telling you about the restaurant where I went to last night with Marianne which was a pleasure it was her, her name actually is um, um you know I'm gonna blow this name of this place but it's right overlooking uh, uh, the Jefferson punch train Jefferson you know, uh, right. Huh? What? I heard an, another burst of something. So anyway, uh, we went over to we went to the, uh, the 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 spot where you just can sit down and watch the waves come in. And then we went and we sat down and we continued to watch the uh, the wind going and the and the and all the uh, other things up there, too. But we had a really terrific dinner there, and uh, they had some um, of that three-way. I don't think exactly it. There's a fish that grows in these quarters, and it's called the three-way. Somebody's probably got a better name for it than that. Triple tail. Triple tail. Thank you very much. That's exactly what it is. Anyway, it was on as a menu last night, and so Marianne and I both got it. It was so good. And uh, that's a a place to go that I don't know why I don't go there very often, uh, but I'm going to start taking it a little bit more than I I used to. It's it's a good, good place. Do you you typically
2: get uh, an appetizer before your first course, and you're like me, Tom, and really can't eat that much anymore?
1: Yeah, same issue that you were telling.
3: Keep going. I'm sorry, uh,
1: I I didn't mean to just burst in on you there.
2: Oh, no, I was going to ask, what, what, what did you have? What was, what? was What's the, the best thing about this place, or what do they do very well?
1: We had a little salad that was no big deal. The fish was tremendously good. And then they had a few other things. They have something that will sound like a good idea, but it is not a good idea, so listen to this. You're going to go to this place, with the name of which, here we go, another one where we can't think of the name. Somebody know the, the name of this place? Uh, anyway... Uh, where was I? <laughs> Completely confused on everything. Uh, well, I was so, curious
2: about how they prepare the fish. Is this something yeah, that, that? It, it is, was.
1: You can imagine uh, what you'd come out with if you had uh, trout amandine, and, and mm-hmm. you would have almost the same fish, except that it's a uh, it's a bit bigger and it lacks nowhere else it has a great flavor it's the texture is really nice it's a nice color uh, i wouldn't hesitate to get that for you know another 20 times so that's a, that's a winner what's the name of that place it's like jackie's or something like that it. it's right on the lakefront
2: right there so see if I, if i was if i was living there but but and uh, I I I do recall Marianne she likes to sit outside. You say you were sitting uh, you had That's that,
1: where she loves. Yep, that's
2: it. So I should know the name of the place. <laughs> There's two or three places that yeah. you to go to uh where it's uh, outside dining it, on the nice I've just
1: night. I've just had it offered that it was the blue uh the blue what? Blue crab. What, what, blue crab? No, it's not. That that's a big shi- almost ship-looking kind of place. This is uh what Some little guy who goes fishing every couple of days comes back to the restaurant and sells it to them, and then they they are there to enjoy it. That's what we're talking about here. But uh, if you heard the name, it, it's something like Jackie or Killer or something like But But their food has been good for quite a while. It's been around for a while.
2: You know, I I, I remember a time, Tom, um, when, when it seemed like almost every menu – in New Orleans, it's it's old fish, mm-hmm. of course, and most of them do.
0: Yeah. Where
2: uh, we went through that blackened craze, uh, that um, oh yeah,
1: yeah, Chef Paul Prudhomme, he he's responsible for that.
2: But you know what? I think that's
1: actually a great technique. But I don't think you want to put it on everything. That's that's the only trick to avoid. Just don't eat them all at once.
2: Well, I, I also think that that it, it's a type of dish that that Chef Paul. It is. Uh, he's he's famous for it, and he did. He sure is. Did did it best, and I think a lot of other restaurants misinterpreted that. That I think they would just make it very, very spicy or mm-hmm. too spicy, and a little bit too blackened. Um, it just didn't quite get the yeah. technique right. That uh, yeah, could be. It was a you know, busy, busy fellow.
1: place. Was one of one of the reasons fine before it because it was just busy
2: all the time. Well, I remember too. Then at that time, um, we couldn't get um, black a uh, 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 redfish. We
3: mm-hmm. couldn't get
2: redfish there for a while because uh, it was so popular that I think they had to put a uh, a halt a, mor- a moratorium on catching redfish. Uh, and that was, I think, when drumfish became popular. Now I, I think redfish is in the family of the yeah, drumfish. Yeah, very much so. You know, I, I,
1: I just made a, a little note to myself about this. Um, I, I remember this actually happened at K. Paul's one day. I was in there. They they would let they would let me come in in those days uh, for a while. Uh, Chef Paul did not allow me to come into his restaurant. Uh, I I can't uh, be mad at him for that. He's he's one of the great great guys in the business. So anyhow, uh, he was talking talking to one of his people. And they said, you know, we had, we had a funny thing happen to us today. There was somebody who came in and wanted a redfish, a blackened redfish. And we could all, the only thing we could give him is a, um, I hope I get this out. out um, and uh, what it, what he wound up doing was a blackfish, and it was redfish, on, you know, grill, grilled redfish. If I had a blackened redfish, and the next thing you know, he was... You get the idea ron the gourmet
2: waiter what huh what oh you say ron is on uh, is about to come
4: in did i hear that good afternoon
1: ron the gourmet Hi, ron. waiter here he is how are you and, all doing and uh, also still here is alan alan tobe
4: Hi, so everybody's ron. here it's, it's always a pleasure to, to,
2: to hear you ron um you're a pro on the radio. Uh, I wish I was as uh, I did the same great job that you do. Whenever whenever you walk in, let me just say that I really enjoy listening to you. And I'm going to be quiet
4: now and let uh, you um, have a seat and talk. Okay. Well, thank Why you very not? much. It's a great show. I certainly appreciate being part of it.
1: Good. Well, come on in and do it.
4: Yeah. Well, thank you. I think this You're is welcome. the first time ever that I've actually called the show, and I've been barbecuing. I'm, uh, oh, really? Today, so I'm with my neighbors, and we're doing some grilled chicken wings.
1: Yeah. Oh, sounds good to me. So what I've done
4: is I some chicken wings overnight to get them kind of soft and clean them up a little bit, yeah. and then I put them on the grill and grilled them, and then I, I put a wok next to the grill, and I built an yeah. Asian sauce in uh-huh. the wok. Mm, good and then idea. And the chicken wings come off the wok... I uh, put them into the wok, or off the grill, I put them into the wok, and then I mm-hmm. put the wok on the grill. So what I'm doing is I'm just kind of flipping them around a little bit and uh, just building the Asian sauce into the wings. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're having a great time. How are you doing, Tom?
1: I'm doing great. Nice to hear from you. We are here in, because of the puzzled circumstances in which we find ourselves lately.
2: Ron, let me ask you, if I may. So this sounds like yes, uh, on Intrigued. Uh, you're getting that grilled flavor uh at first when you put it on the grill obviously and then and then you're you're doing it with the sock and then putting it back on the grill you close the cover are you like smoking it as well or is this always open grill while you're doing this
4: i put the i put the cover down to keep the fire from coming up and burning i've got great heat but once i put the lid on the grill the uh, orange fire goes out the idea is we're kind of ovening them i flip them uh, once or twice once they're just about ready, I take them and I put them off the grill into the wok. And my, what my sauce is, it's lime juice, soy, and peanut butter of all things—just a little bit of peanut butter. So I, I built a peanut eat. butter sauce. Oh, that sounds fantastic! I over, I, it is, and a little bit, a little bit of black black pepper at the end. Anyway, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. That uh, yes. sounds full of stuff. Do you, mm-hmm. do you marinate? It's a simple sauce. Fringes. It's lime juice, soy sauce, and peanut butter. Just a touch of peanut oh, butter, that's
1: though. That's unique.
2: It sounds like there's no need to marinate. You're
4: not marinating the chicken wings before, uh, in the fridge before you uh, put it mm-hmm. on the grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I mm-hmm. brine them overnight in salt water, so I don't marinate them. But once you brine them, they become very soft, and the uh, NaCl, sodium chloride, actually cleans up any bacteria that's on them, so they're nice and clean. They're a little more tender. And then I just put them on the grill. I grill them a little bit. Throw them into the wok where I felt my sauce, and I put the wok mm-hmm. back on the pit. And I just flip them a couple of times. That little shake that you do with the wok. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. that's uh, that's straightforward and right in the middle of all of those uh, flavors. That sounds good to me. Bring me some. You bet.
4: Great show as always. Uh, again, a shout out to Doug, the magician behind the glass.
1: Boy, there's oh, no please. question about that. That we could hardly live without. <laughs> Uh, you're not you're not going away though, are you?
3: Ron, is
1: uh, still there? Uh, that's you I'm talking to. Huh? Wait, what? Alan, you you're not leaving yet, are
2: you? I, oh no, no, I'm I'm still here. But since Ron was out grilling with um oh, okay. uh, friends and neighbors, I think he's gone. Um, he's he's back to the oh. uh to the chicken wings.
1: Oh gosh. Well, maybe we could get him back for a few minutes.
2: Uh I was I was just going to ask him, just I'm always tempted whenever I grill. Um, I and, and and I don't know how many people still do this. I I, I really like grilled corn on the cob. Uh, wow, so how many was, do you I have, need? I, well, I was going to just see if, if he was uh, what his side, uh, uh, if he was doing any vegetables or anything uh, on the side there along with the chicken wings. But um, anyways, um, it sounds really uh. Whatever he Different. does, that's why, that's why he is called the, the gourmet waiter. He is the gourmet. Yes, he is. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.